All righty, welcome back to Hot Singles in Your Local Area, the show where we deep dive into new songs that we're loving and why you're missing out if you're not listening to them. I'm without Maxi today, so I'm going solo, but I am joined on the line by a returning face to the show, Chris from Great Gable. Welcome to the show, mate. Hey, thanks for having me. All right, it's great to have you on. I mean, there's a lot to talk about, including the the brand new EP, Read the Room, and um first we're gonna dissect some tracks from from artists in your home state of wa so yeah i mean should we dive right into it what's your what's yeah, your first pick let's do it um my first pick was the new psychedelic porn crumpet single let me get this name right because it's a bit <laughs> of a punk twister uh nootmer killing meow <laughs> Um, so it's their most recent single. Um, I have a feeling they're releasing an album, um, but it's a pretty high octane track. Um, I'm not sure. Did you get a chance to have a listen to it yourself? Yeah. Yeah. It was sort of, to me, it was like a metal song where they didn't put the distortion high enough. Like it was yeah. knowing their music, it's sort of like, you know, you, you get used to expecting the unexpected, but I feel like I can imagine a bit of a circle pit opening up or like, a, you know, Metallica getting on it if, you know, the, the, the overdrive was right up there. Yeah, I think I think even still the mosh pit, I saw some footage from their, um, I think they're playing in Manchester at the moment, they're over in the UK, um, but I saw some footage on their Instagram this morning of a, a huge circle pit. So I think this one's going to go down a treat live. Mate, I think chiropractors need to be on site for all the bloody windmilling and headbanging going on. But yeah, need to sign a waiver before going to one of those shows. <laughs> <laughs> I just can't get over the the song title. I thought when I originally heard it, it was a typo, but it's completely legit. Yeah, I mean that's Jack. I guess he's um <laughs> yeah, he's oh. one of a kind. I wouldn't be able to come up with a name like that. So props to him. It's a sick track though. It's awesome. So much breathing it's- space. It's like um. Uh, we've been traveling a bit lately, um, Gable and myself, so it's been one that I've kind of just thrown on first thing in the morning to brush my teeth to to wake me up real quick. <laughs> you Those pearly whites are getting a real workout to that one. Yeah, they are, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, that's one way to kick us off. And I mean, I'll, I'll jump in here and I've brought in Control-Alt-Delete by Yukio and Eula. Yukio, for those that don't know, he's a producer straight out of, of Perth, I believe. I might have got that wrong and, and stitched myself up there. But he's teamed up with Sydney vocalist Euler and it's sort of like this wavy, woozy sort of movement and it sounds almost like Flume's early stuff to me. Um, everything's sort of built around this like 80s sounding like electronic bass line that, that moves forward and um, sort of buried underneath this like synthy percussion but i mean what did you think because i thought it was a, a real groovy one and yeah I, I was all about it yeah i really enjoyed the um it, it made me feel quite happy listening to it like i yeah. really enjoyed the buttery um the synths were really buttery and like silky it was quite yeah. it was really a pleasure to listen to i'm glad i'm glad you put me onto them because i'll definitely be checking them out from now on oh 
I mean, it's perfect background music. And and maybe after you brush your teeth to some psychedelic porn crumpets, it might be, you know, the way to, to calm down some brekkie. Yeah, we'll calm down a little bit. That's for sure. <laughs> uh, I really enjoyed it. I also like the, um, I, f- I found the, the structure and the melody of that one. By the time you got past the first chorus, I already was kind of like singing the melody in my head, which is good. Yeah. Definitely like a few earworms in that song. Oh, and that's a lot of Yukio stuff. If you if you do like it, I reckon, yeah, get into his his older sort of discography because there's a lot of that stuff. And it's, I mean, I just use his background music half the time, and, and that's not even a, a discredit to him. It's it's just yeah, the right vibe. But yeah, sick. On to on to pick number two for you. Yeah, pick number two for me was a song called Anymore by Grace Sanders. So Grace is a um, good friend of mine, her and um, Zeke, um, I think they're a duo at the moment and Zeke produces and uh, basically plays most of the things on the track. So um, yeah, it's a cool little electronic number. Um, it's pretty intense watching them live, they're one of my favourite acts to, to catch in WA. Um, Grace is at the moment, she's trying out, um, she kind of builds like sets for her live performances. So yeah. each performance that she puts on, she'll physically make things and then hang them from ceilings and have like a whole, it's a full like sensory experience, which I find really cool. Yeah, wow. Really different as well. It's not just like going to a gig and there's like a two piece or, or a band up on stage, just kind of going through the motions. There's always like, I always leave with like seeing something I didn't expect seeing and there's always so much energy. So yeah, Grace, Grace Sanders is definitely a, a WA act to um, check out is that purely like on stage or is it a full immersive experience as soon as you enter the venue like that's that's an awesome way to sort of change up the you know the norm yeah um i haven't seen i haven't seen them perform in a in a few months but i did go to like i think she booked a she put on like a night at this venue called the rosemount in in north perth um and i think she curated the the acts that were performing and there was, I think there was like spoken word, like poetry was the opener. And then I went out to get a drink, came back in and there was like, I think there was one person performing on stage, but there was a dancer in the middle of like a circle of people surrounding the dancer. Yeah. And then it was her set. So you don't really know what you're going to get, which is really cool. Yeah, that's awesome. I mean, you said um, Zeke works really close with her, but I mean, is the WA scene as close as it sounds because i mean it's a massive state obviously but it really seems like all the wa bands and and artists are quite close-knit yeah well i think geographically we're all gridlocked so yeah we um yeah everyone everyone if if you don't know somebody you know someone that knows them so it's quite a tight you're right it is a tightly knit community and i think the fact that it is so hard to break out of Western Australia and start touring the East Coast and overseas. I think that that means that um, the community itself is even more supportive of one another. So everyone is, is super keen to jump behind people trying things that are new or just just trying to get the um, the, the stuff happening, really. Because, yeah, it's a bit more of a challenge to try and tour, especially from Western Australia. Yeah. And it's expensive as hell too. But oh man, yeah, it's crazy. At the <laughs> but that's everything. These yeah, days. 
Yeah. I mean, on Grace's track, any anymore, I should say, sorry. I mean, from the outset, I feel like it could almost be an off-cut from like the Matrix soundtrack. It's so digital and, and like almost avant-garde in a way. Like yeah. it it's sort of it's like maximal maximalist like pop, but it's got this like real digital sort of overlay to it. And yeah, it sort of, I was listening to it and and similar to you with Yukio, like I just had the melody stuck in my head the whole time. Like it's a it's a really cool track and I can imagine like like contrasted with that live show that you said she brings, it'd be insane. Yeah, it's funny you referenced the Matrix because I remember she showed me an early demo um sometime last year. And I had like like images and visions from have you seen Tron? Yeah. Yeah, like Tron or like some some post-apocalyptic, like futuristic, dystopian world for, some, for whatever reason. I don't know what what about the track for all those images. Yeah, yeah it's, it's a fun one. Yeah, it is. I love it. It's, yeah, certainly one to keep your, uh, your eyes on for those listening. Um, I'm going to bring a bit of a different vibe before we, you know, delve deeper into to Great Gable. And that's Siren by Jim... Jamila, Jamila, I hope I pronounced that somewhat right there. Beautiful. (laughs) This one really caught my eye because the vocal rhythms um, sort of into that pre-chorus really made me like instinctively think of Brother by Matt Corby for some reason. Okay. And I don't know why. I think it was just the same sort of notes potentially or the same sort of build, but it, then it drops into this really sort of light drum and bass chorus that it's super catchy to the ear. And, I mean, I'm not much of a shape cutter on the uh, on the dance floor, but I could certainly get into it sort of at the yeah. dance clubs over here. What do you make of it, Chris? Um, I, I really enjoyed that one. We've... um. Gabriel and myself have been we've we've seen Jamila quite quite a few times over the years, um, and yeah, I always really enjoyed the live set. Usually, it's just I think it's just her up on stage, um, but it's a, it's always a really cool performance. And th- this song as well, I liked how um, I liked how it started out quite sparse, and mm. each element introduced quite methodically. And then it builds into that. It's almost like a like a nineties breakbeat drum and bass beat. Yeah, I thought that was really cool. And the the keys melody was, um, it was quite easy to to like grasp, uh, grab onto. It was like yeah. I was singing back after the first listen. So that's always like a really good sign for me. Yeah, and going sort of delving deeper into, um, you know her, uh, dis- I don't want to say discography again, but you know all her other tracks. She seems fairly unknown and, and sort of small and underground is i mean how's the reception at the shows you've been to in wa um they've always been good it has it's probably been over a year since i've seen a live performance from her but i think that's that's the thing with western australia as well there's um there are so many really high quality acts there it's just so hard like i guess um yeah it's it's hard to kind of there's just such a high quality and there's so much as well so I guess I guess certain acts um, it's it's hard getting like lost in the ether I guess yeah yeah no I get what you mean that's all right um, and I mean last one before we we get on to you know 
why we're here today. Would, do you want to sort of give us your your third and last? Yeah, my, my third one was Spirals by a band called Grievous Bodily Calm. Um, they're also an act that myself and Gable have really been into for quite a few years now. Uh, I think the first time I saw them live was at this, it's called Wave Rock Festival in Hyden, which is in Western Australia. And it's a three-day um, festival basically in the bush. And there are all these, uh, I think the year that we played, it was mainly West Australian acts. And recently there's been some interstate um, acts on the lineup. But they're a really, really cool band to keep um to keep an eye out for it's a nice mixture of world music and um alex reed their drummers actually i went to uni with him um in western australia he was a jazz drummer but he's um i don't know him personally but i've, I've seen him play a lot he's phenomenal his musicianship is is amazing um so for me it's a really nice mix of, of world music and quite catchy melodies as well and then there'll often be like a solo section where a trump the trumpet player will just like bust out um so yeah for me it's it's really easy um instrumental music to to listen to yeah i mean for me it was very similar i think the the fusion and sort of the um you know the boundary it rides between that electronic and jazz um you know line is it's really nice to the year and uh, yeah it's great backing sort of background music i can picture myself reading a you know a nice book on a on a porch listening to that song but yeah. i also wouldn't be too shocked if it was you know the the new rainbow road song in mario kart either like <laughs> it's sort of that no disrespect to grievous bodily calm but like i i wouldn't be surprised but i mean on that festival as well three days in the bush it sounds like heaps of genres of music coming together. Is it literally just a, a bit of a bush doof or is it, you know? Um, there are vibes? elements. If you want to have a bush doof, you can have a bush doof. There are elements because Wave Rock is a, it's a massive, um, it's like an, uh, I'm not entirely sure how it was formed, to be honest, but there's a huge natural rock formation that literally looks like a wave. Um, so at the bottom of that in the past, they've had a, a light projection show and a DJ like a boiler room set until 4 a.m. Oh, wow. So there's all these different sections around the camp. So if you want to, if you want to watch a music on this like old beat down. So if you want to watch a movie, there's a projector in the back of this beat up bus in the bush. And then there's like a salt lake as well. If you want to go for a swim, then there's the main stage and then a, like a smaller stage. So there's really, I guess, I guess it's up to like whatever mood you're in on the day. Yeah. Wow. I mean, you feel for people who have to camp near the boiler room if they, you know, want to get some rest. But that sounds just take note, Splendor. You could you could learn a thing or two from that. That's that's <laughs> awesome. Well, I mean, on to on to you guys. It's sort of, you know, why we're here today, but we the song I've brought to talk about is so cool. The opening track to the latest EP, Read the Room. And it, yeah. it really sort of leans into this like energetic, fuzzy, like indie pop that you guys do really well. But it's almost got, uh, my mind was taken to like the Inbetweeners soundtrack. 
And <laughs> and that's a massive compliment. They yeah. had some bangers. So, I mean, compared to other songs on the EP, this one's a little bit faster and, and thrashier in a way, I guess. So can you chat us through, you know, your approach to this song and, and what in particular you were, you know, striving for in it? Yeah, I guess for us, Read the Room was um, us trying to get back to our roots in terms of the sound and also in terms of the way we perform the songs. In in the past, the last few albums, we've gotten a little bit carried away in, in synth land and trying to add all these really beautiful, sparkly textures to songs. And then we find ourselves, when we go on tour, it's really difficult to recreate that as a, a essentially a four-piece guitar band. Um, so yeah. for us, we we were on tour at the time last October and we had some sessions booked in at um, Rainbow Valley Studios with Matt Corby. And we just took the energy, halfway through the, the tour, we took the energy from the first few shows and tried to bring that into the studio to inform how we wanted to play the songs. So um, yeah, hence the energy of So Cool. That was literally, I think, a few days after having played some pretty fun shows over Ace, we just yeah, came into the studio um, and started working working through all, all five tracks. Yeah, awesome. And I mean, while, we, while we're on the topic, you, you're currently on the road with Matt Corby on the Everything's Fine tour. And, and like you said, you've been working with him pretty closely. Is there, sort of, is there anything that he's been able to sort of teach you or, or share in the studio that, you know, has really sort of stuck with you? Oh, so much. Yeah, there's a lot, <laughs> man. I could be here a long time. Um, I think just being learning when to be really meticulous with things like in terms of dialing in at like a, a drum sound or, or for me a bass tone um learning when to be meticulous but also learning and trusting in yourself as to when to break away from that and just kind of allow whatever's going to happen to happen and see where that takes you yeah try not to have things dialed in too much like with your idea of what you what you're after as well because then you can you can miss certain opportunities and creative decisions just go out the window yeah, and I can imagine, you know, it also makes you go a bit insane just sitting there trying to find that perfect tone and like what you envision in your head is certainly not like it'd make a man go insane half the time. Yeah, it can do. And that, that's why this this was refreshing for us as well, just having these five tracks where it essentially is just two guitar tracks, bass, drums, vocals, maybe a backing vocal, if that. Um so it was definitely more exciting and more revealing as well, which means we really had to, to have our parts sorted out um, before we got into the studios because there's not really anywhere to hide in these tracks if you, if you don't have your, your shit together. Well, I mean, on, on the tracks in general, it, it comes off the back of two full-length albums between 2020 and last year. And, I mean, traditionally release cycles are, are usually like, you know, every two years, so it's a little you know, nice little treat for, for the fans. Um, you know, what sort of led you to, to want to put a, a five track out so quickly after, you know, the full length? Um, I guess having, having all of these demos just sitting around and often with, with the way that things are post COVID, the album cycles seem to be a little bit shorter and also with how people are consuming their, their media, um, and music these days, you kind of need to have things ready to go basically as soon as you've released the, the yeah. next album, essentially. So these these are a collection of, of songs out of many that we, we were playing live or just jamming um, 
in our rehearsal space and then we thought that it would be a good idea to have some things just ready to put out um, to keep people engaged and also to keep us engaged as well and to keep us hungry. The last one I'm going to ask you as well, It, it's I've particularly chucked this in because I want to know for certain, when you guys jumped into the Like A Version studio, you, you covered what is objectively the greatest song in musical history, which is Fireflies. And I want to know, have you heard from the great man at our city? And do you know if he's had a chance to uh, hear your take on it? Uh, no, none, none of us have heard of, heard of Peep. Um, I don't think we've, we've been searching for, um, for any sort of um, <laughs> direction. But if who knows, maybe, maybe later on down the line, we'll be playing on the same festival bill or be in the same city and just having to cross paths and we can get his hot take. But yeah, so far, I haven't heard a thing. I mean, in the industry now, it's it's all a possibility. I mean, will you next time you jump in? Do you think you might take on some Carly Rae Jepsen, some Three O Three? What sort of the vibe? Oh, probably not. Neither of those two. Um, <laughs> I'm not sure. We we have we have quite a few um, a few ideas as to what we'd like to do in the future. But I mean, that that would be a long conversation for the four of us to to have to figure out exactly what we want to do because it is a big decision at the end of the day. Huge decision. Well, for everyone listening, make sure you stream, listen, sort of digest anywhere you can. Great Gable's latest EP, Read the Room. It's out now on all your favorite streaming services and you can catch them live. The rest or the rest, I've stuffed that up so hard. You can catch them live through the rest of their tour with Matt Corby, May 30th at the Enmore in Sydney and June 3rd. June 3rd. My goodness, I am so sorry. At the Hindley. Yeah. At the... (laughs) The, uh, the Hindley Street Music Hall in Adelaide. Chris, thank you so much for jumping on the show and thank, thank you, you for listening to my absolutely dreadful <laughs> outro. Oh, it's fine, mate. I, I had a bit of bit of verbal spaghetti myself, so it happens. But, yeah, thank you for having me. appreciate your time as always. And, yeah, I look forward to our next, our next um, little meetup. Mm-hmm.